title is used for identification purposes only. Union campaign material is not to be distributed on official union resources, equipment, and or publications, including social, social media sites not created with union funds. Well, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Whenever it is you have an opportunity to listen to the Solidarity Effect podcast, we've got a very special guest for us tonight, uh, and I'm really excited to have this conversation with the president and directing business representative of District Lodge 1888, Jerry Benson. Welcome, Jerry. How you doing? I'm doing well. Glad to be here, Kevin. Yeah, it's great. So uh, thanks for taking the time tonight just to have a, a brief conversation of a great many things that are on the plate uh, tonight. So if we could just start out by uh, you introducing yourself to the audience, the listening audience, and kind of just give us a background about yourself and you know, where you came from, uh, your shop, and what positions you've held in the union. Okay. Uh, I'm Jerry Benson. I'm at present, I'm at present, I'm president direct and business rep of New District 1888. I became a member of uh, Local 2385 of IEM in 1976. I was uh, working in a manufacturing facility um, of MANA. We built heating and cooling units. Uh, I was actually involved in the union before I went to work there. My dad was part of the group that helped organize that plant in 1968. And, uh, of course, I was, I wasn't old enough to work there in 1968, but in 76, <laughs> when I did go to work, uh, uh, I became a steward as soon as I got my 90 day probationary period in. And I, I've been a union steward in some shape, form, or fashion ever since. I've, uh, I held several different offices in the local. I was uh, president, I was vice president, and uh, I was on the negotiating committee uh, from 1981 until I left until in 2006. It was a it was a thousand member unit. I served as chief steward for the last five years. I was I was there, and I 2006. uh, became a business rep for District 711. Okay. And uh, I've been a, been a rep ever since. Wow, you've been around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. That's, uh, that's about 45 years as a member. Yes, wow. Sir. Well, well th- thank you so much, brother, for for that commitment to the organization and your continued commitment. That's uh that's admirable for somebody like me. I've been in, yeah, I started in 94. Uh, at the, and uh, so I've been around for about 20, 25, about half the time <laughs> that you've been around. That's so, great. That's but, great. Uh, but uh, it's, it's great to have your experience still around to help help us younger folks uh, kind of weather the storm, I guess you can say, uh, with, with, with a lot of things that are going on in the world. Um, so, you know, I just want to have a conversation about kind of what's going on with uh, this, this this whole election for the General Secretary Treasurer and Dora Cervantes. And um, how do you know, how do you know Sister Dora? Well, I actually met Dora in uh, 2002. We were both appointed to Blue Ribbon Commission. That, oh, okay. Uh, Pre- President Buffenbarger appointed I believe it was 25 people, five, five teams of five. Okay. And uh, we went around the country and met with different locals and reported back to the Grand Lodge. 
Anna and Dora was part of that group of 25. She wasn't on the team I was on, but I met her at the harbor as they prepped us to go out and do this. So I was president of my local at that time, and, uh, and I've known Dora ever since. So if you could just help the listeners kind of understand that may not have heard or, or, or knew about what this quote-unquote Blue Ribbon Commission was, can you kind of give everybody kind of a brief overview about what your guys' responsibility Oh, yeah. Uh, you know how uh, a lot of times you have complaints in your local uh, about what's going on in the international. Sometimes people don't understand, don't feel like they're being heard. So, so President Buffenbarger appointed people like myself that was officers in different locals from all over North America. And uh, and we traveled around. I believe I went to Portland, Oregon, Portland, Maine, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Albuquerque. Anyway, we went, we went to several locations, as, like I said, as a group of five, and met with these locals. And... Uh, and took down their concerns and uh, reported their concerns word for word as they presented them to us back to the Grand Lodge and uh, and tried to help the locals with their issues. So it was really it was really just a group of folks that were gathered together to did exactly like what you described. Just go around and just listen to people, kind of like a, just a, a listening tour to find out the good, bad, or the indifferent things about the organization. That 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 had to have been pretty rewarding and probably pretty startling at times too, you know, about what people really talk to you guys. It was, especially, uh, you know, like I said, I was president of a local on the Tennessee, Alabama state line. And I, uh, my first trip was, uh, I believe into Minneapolis, St. Paul. And it was a group of airline workers that we met with. And, uh, uh, yeah. And then, uh, like I said, I went to the other cities and, uh, met people in all lines of work, and uh, and that's you know they had a good cross section of people. Like I said, I was out of a manufacturing facility, and they had they had people from airline facilities, defense facilities. Uh, it was a good cross section of members that that traveled around and, mm-hmm. and and met with these locals. Wow, yeah, that uh, that definitely would have been uh, something to uh, to be involved with. Um, so- it was a, it was a great experience for me it uh it opened my eyes to to a lot of things uh going on uh not just in our union but around the country yeah different different areas different issues uh all across the board you really got a good cross section of the of the union in a in and of itself so that's that's great um so have you had an opportunity to work with Dora in her role as the GST, like on a professional basis? Can you kind of give us yes. an insight about that? Yeah, know, especially the last uh, couple of years. But I've, uh, I've been president of Tennessee State Council uh, for a little over five years now and was president in DBR of Holes District 711 okay. uh, before we formed this new district. And uh Dora attended uh, several of our state councils, and we have a, a fundraiser for guide dogs every fall. Uh, have a sporting clay sheet, there you go. and Dora has supported it and, uh, and participated in it a few times. And uh, so I met her at state council meetings, and uh, and like I said, at the at the fundraisers too. But uh, this district eighteen eighty eight. Uh, 
is where I've really had the opportunity to work with her. But before, before that, I was working with auditors. The old District 711, it's it spread out pretty good. We had, I believe, four auditors uh, that I worked with on a regular basis, and they were all very professional, very helpful. Uh, and uh, and I think that that says a lot for the person that was that they were reporting to uh, was how they worked with our locals and everything. But, but when we started forming this new district, that's that's when I really saw what I said her and her whole department is to this union because we uh, there were two districts in K- Kentucky okay, and District 711 in Tennessee and we took the Memphis area which was part of the OWT and we put all four of those groups together Wow! and that was a, that was a huge undertaking uh, the finances of the, the four different groups uh uh, just moving the money, the membership reports. Uh, uh, it was a it was a huge undertaking. And Dora assigned a full time auditor, or as full time as he could be, to work with us on that. Sure. Uh, we brought this new district together in September of last year, and we're still having uh, some hiccups. But uh, the auditor and uh, her whole department and her, if I call, uh, is right there for us and accept us. Uh, well, and that's got to transition. Yeah, and that's that's got to be really helpful, not only to you as the president, but also the members. You know, that are kind of integrating within this new body. You know, I mean, you you, you integrated uh, different districts in, into one huge umbrella. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't even imagine the logistics of doing that. It had to have been a hell of an undertaking, like you said. So. Uh, it, it probably says something about you know her experience to be able to transition those those bodies for you uh, and to give you the assistance that you really needed. She was, she, I mean, was she easy to access? Oh, very, very easy to access. Uh, if I if I have an issue that I don't think is getting the attention it needs, I can call her office, and if she doesn't. If she doesn't take the call, she'll get back to me usually within the hour wow. and uh, and see what I need. And, uh, you know, uh, people don't realize uh, the assets that a, that a union has. We, uh, the three districts and the part of W2 that we brought together, you know, we had investments. We had all the separate checking accounts. Mm-hmm. But then we had money invested, you know, for rainy day funds for each district. And we also owned real estate. And, uh, sure. and I was dealing with real estate laws in Tennessee and Kentucky, wow. banking laws in Tennessee and Kentucky. Uh, and there's quite, quite a few differences there. And I had, hey, I'm a union rep. I, I worked in a factory. You know, I <laughs> right take on. care of my labor issues. But I'm, but I, right. I am not a finance person. And uh, uh, I can barely balance my own checking account, you know. So I, <laughs> I really I really leaned on that department. Uh, sure. You know, and uh, I, I can't say enough about how they worked with us and, and the respect that they show us. You know, they... They tell us all the time. The auditors tell me, brother, we work 
for the members, just like you. We're here for you. And uh, I think some people forget who we work for from time to time. It is our members, and it's our members' money. And, uh, right. It's, and very, it's, it's very important to protect it, you know. And it's important to have somebody that has the experience and the and the wherewithal to be able to do the right things on that capacity because – I'm with you, brother. I'm I'm not the I'm not a financial guy myself. You know, it seems like that's always the that's always the uh, the uh, position that people uh, become a little leery for. Just and it's just because of the level of responsibility. So you know, when you're in the in the position of the general secretary treasurer like Dora is, it's a it's a hell of a responsibility. And it's it sounds like uh, she worked really well with with uh, your situation. Yeah, and not and not just working with our situation, but what she has done. Since she has been in office in 2015 or 16, whenever she came into that position, she has cut costs at headquarters and and not just headquarters, all, all across the union. Right. She has, during some bad times, during this pandemic, right. uh, she, has, she has not only solidified, but, but grown our strike fund and, uh, we're in better financial shape now than we were five or six years ago. And uh, I, I don't know how anybody can argue with her qualifications and and the results of, of her doing her job. Right. I mean, I, I think that speaks for itself. Just sure. you know, look at where we are. And uh, a lot of a lot of unions have have really struggled and and. It hadn't been easy for us to get through this pandemic. You know, we've we've lost members. We've had whole facilities shut down on us for a few months because of this virus. And uh, right. but we've we have made it, and we're starting to come back even stronger. And uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm sort of old fashioned. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the, with the one that got me here. Uh, and I I think she has played a big part in getting us into a solid position as a union where we can grow. So and we, de- we definitely need to grow. We have to have assets. We have to be stable financially to, to grow. And we're in that position now. And I don't want to see that change. Right. And it's important, you know, in this day and age when we're, everybody's fighting for, you know, to grow the membership and, and, and organize. So let's, let's switch gears a little bit and just talk about that and the impact that the, that this, uh, the, the turn of events in this campaign has really, has really turned kind of ugly from the other side. So if you could, can you just kind of give us your take on how the other side is really kind of handling this themselves and, and the issues, because it seems kind of detrimental really about the overall it arching it, thing. It's hurting. It's hurting this this whole organization. We we've, we've got a couple of organizing campaigns that we've already had companies throw it up to us. You know, is hey, that right? Jeez. Yeah, and uh, it's going it's going to hurt us. Uh, and the opposition, I've I've seen some of their social media and uh, mm-hmm. different things. I haven't seen them talk about what they can do for this union. I've, I've seen them try right. to trash Sister Dora and, uh, you know, with, with half-truths and, right. you know, I don't have the resources to, to track it all down, but some of the things they're saying I know just aren't true. And uh, 
and th- that's good. It makes me question their motives. Right. You know, uh, Dora, El Dora comes from the from transportation part of this union, but Dora realizes that we represent all all workers, and I don't I don't know if I don't know what their motives are, and that's that's really what bothers me because uh, I think this election's about integrity, and I saw. If the only way I can build myself up is by trashing somebody else, I don't think that says much for my integrity. Right. And, you know, look, that's that's the cornerstone of everything. Right, brother. I mean, if you got to integrity, I mean, let's just just boil it down to to being a union rep, just whether it's a steward in a shop or a a business rep or, or what have you. I mean, it's. It's it's kind of the cornerstone of everything. If 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 you ain't got your word, you ain't got nothing, right? That's that's it in a nutshell. Uh, and Doris Vontes has never told me she would do something that she didn't do. And and she's honest with me. If I ask for something and she tells me she doesn't think she can get it done, or she disagrees with what I'm asking for, she tells me. Yeah. No, Jerry, this is why we have to do it like this. Uh, right. I, I just, uh, I can't say enough about, about the sister. Uh, I trust her. Uh, take, I, like I said, I'm a 45 member, 45 year member of this union. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's handling my dues every month, just like everybody else's. And I, I can't think of a better person to do it. Well, I mean, hey, man, you've been around a long time. You, you've seen, well, just to be blunt, you, you've probably seen a lot of shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, and, that's and, fact. That's <laughs> fact. I have so, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen a lot that, that I really wish I haven't seen, hadn't seen. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think the leadership that we have in place in this union right now is doing as good or better job than anybody we've ever had in the in the forty five years that I've been a member. Wow, that's uh, that's really something uh, to say, though. It really is. I mean, and that's just based on pure experience. Um, so, uh, you know, again, uh, I, I want to just thank thank you and appreciate the the time that you spend with us, uh, just talking about this. But in general, um. To the members out there that are listening to this, in your opinion and, and in your years of experience, why is it important uh, for members to really take the time to be involved and get out there and vote uh, in this election? Because we are the most democratic union in, a, in existence. Uh, the way we conduct our elections, it's a difficult process. You know, voting at every local in this union at the same time, on the same day. But we do that to protect the democracy. Every member has a say in who leads this union. And if you don't, if you don't take the opportunity to participate and have your voice in this election, well, shame on you. You, you don't, you don't get that opportunity very often. Right. Uh, I, I want to encourage everyone to turn out and vote and vote for Dora. Doris Vontes has uh, has been great to work with. Uh, I think she's done a lot for this union, and she's got a lot of good things left to do for this union. Yep. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, again, thanks for thanks for your comments, and I appreciate that. And again, I just want to just uh, 
before I finish out, just throw it out there for Ian Scott Anderman. If she wants to come on to the Solidarity Effect podcast and have a conversation about all these things, uh, she's more than welcome to do so. Um, we haven't heard yet, but, uh, you know, maybe we will. It's hard to say. But, again, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate taking your time thank tonight. And uh, you be safe out there, okay? Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank and you. I will. Thank you, brother. You bet. Bye. The election for the General Secretary Treasurer's position is coming up on Saturday, April 24th from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Check your local for voting location if you plan to vote in person or you can vote absentee. Visit goiam.org website for the absentee ballot request form and guidelines to make sure that your vote counts. Get your request in early to avoid mail delays. Vote for Dora Cervantes for General Secretary Treasurer.